Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey everybody, welcome into another exciting edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Panthers hockey over the course of the next hour. And we've got a busy program for you here today. Coming up in just a few moments, we will be recapping the week that was for the Panthers, including that big victory over the Vegas Golden Knights. Back on Thursday night at FLA Live Arena as the Panthers kicked off a two-game homestand, a 4-1 win over Vegas. We'll have highlights from that one. We'll have reaction from that game. We'll hear from Panthers captain Alexander Barkov, who picked up his 200th National Hockey League goal and 500th point in that win. We'll hear from Sam Bennett, who scored a couple of goals in the win over Vegas, and Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette as well. So that's coming up here in just a few moments. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next segment, a bit of a midseason assessment. This week on Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Panthers, which you can find at floridapanthers.com slash territory talk. Jameson Olive and I, we were joined by my broadcast partner, Partner on the Panthers radio network, original Panther Billy Lindsay. He stopped by. Great to chat with him. We talked about this Panthers group and everything they've achieved through the first half of the regular season. Now, as they have turned the corner into the second half, the Panthers making a run at the Atlantic Division crown and more. So we'll be catching up with Billy Lindsay next segment. We'll revisit that conversation from this week's installment of the Territory Talk podcast. And coming up later on in the hour from Bally Sports Florida's Panthers. TV broadcast. Red Deer Randy Moeller, he's going to stop by. We'll talk about the win over Vegas on Thursday and we'll preview tonight's game. The Panthers finishing out their short two-game homestand tonight against the San Jose Sharks. Going to be a six o'clock face-off this evening when the Panthers welcome in San Jose. We'll have it all across the Panthers radio network beginning with Panthers preview at 5.30. But we'd love to see you out at FLA Live Arena tonight for the six o'clock face-off. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK. The number to call. Folks, everything is better in a group. Bring out family, friends, or anyone ready for the ultimate fan experience. You can receive amazing benefits, including special group pricing, a welcome message on the Jumbotron, and more. For more information, go to floridapanthers.com slash groups or call 954-835-PUCK. Well, time to get into recapping the week that was. The Panthers picked up a victory to finish out their five-game Western Conference road trip 5-3 in Winnipeg back on Tuesday. They came home for Thursday's big game against the Vegas Golden Knights. The Panthers, in a game that was close throughout, eventually pulled away a couple of empty netters late. They won by a 4-1 final score. Here are the highlights from that game on Thursday as they aired on the Florida Panthers radio network. A sloppy start to the Vegas power play as Barkov takes it away at center. Near side, Lundell on the wing. Across, one-timer, Barkov, he scores! A short-handed goal for Barkov, and this game is tied at one! Off the corner board, Sam Bennett. He'll drag one along into the neutral zone for the Panthers. Into the offensive end, far circle shot, and he scores! Sam Bennett 
He put it off Leonard and in. Leonard got a piece of it, but not all of it. And the Panthers have a 2-1 lead. Off the faceoff, the Golden Knights have it. Petrangelo on the far side of the ice, backhand to the end boards. It's intercepted, sent out of the zone by Ekblad. A race for it down to our left. Shea Theodore to play it for Vegas. He mishandles it, Marchman, and he scores! Marchman to take away, and the Panthers take a 3-1 lead with 53.6 seconds to go here in the third. Up the far side, Barkov into the neutral zone to Bennett. Bennett up the right side, a shot, it's wide. Off the end wall, this one picked up by Petrangelo, springs it along, Barkov a takeaway, gives to Huberto. Huberto near circle, in front, and Bennett, he scores! Sam Bennett, his second of the game. Sam Bennett, 20 goals. the first Panther to 20 goals this season with the empty netter. 28.3 seconds to go. Yeah, quick play down to our right. As the Panthers look to get a clear, it's loose over in that far circle. Lucas Carlson's there. The final seconds tick away. The fans to their feet, and the Panthers finish off the Vegas Golden Knights 4-1. The final score. Win number 30 on the season for the Panthers. They are 22-3-0 on home ice. Spencer Knight, 24 saves. Two goals for Sam Bennett. In a playoff-type feel this evening, and the Panthers come out on top 4-1 the final. So a 4-1 win for the Panthers over Vegas. Their 22nd home win in 25 tries this season. The 30th victory on the season for the Panthers. Alexander Barkov scored his 200th career goal in that one, registered his 500th point in the National Hockey League. Here's the Panthers captain talking about the milestone and some thoughts from that game, Thursday's win over Vegas. Yeah, it feels great, obviously. Like, I think those are the milestones you're going to think about after the season. I know after the career, uh, but really happy to get it out of the way and uh, playing in this team, playing such a great players. It's it's a pleasure. So I'm really happy. Uh, yeah, we're we're playing with confidence. Like I know it's two one lead against a really good team, a really good offensive team. Uh, so we hold our game together and play really really tight game. Uh, didn't give them that much, and if we give anything, neither was there for us. So. Overall, I think it was a good game by us. Alexander Barkov right there. Now, here's the Panthers' goal-scoring leader. The first Panther this season to hit the 20-goal mark. He had two last games. Sam Bennett talking about hitting 20 goals for the first time in his career and about that victory on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's a cool milestone to hit. Um, I never hit it before in my career. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm playing with confidence right now. Um, been playing with, with great players all year and getting a lot of opportunity and um yeah i'm i'm having a blast like i've said um you know a million times but but i truly am so uh, i think that's uh that's all part of it yeah that's a really good team you know they play really hard um playoff style hockey they're physical and and you know they skate well so uh i think we matched them really well tonight and and uh you know, it was a, a solid 60, 60 minute effort from our team. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an understatement. I can't even describe how how much uh, how much I enjoy playing hockey here and and being around this team and and the city and um, playing in this building. It's uh, it's all great right now. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's there's going to be times where it, it, it gets tough, but uh, you know, right now I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun, and 
I'm just trying to, to ride the wave right now. So that was Sam Bennett. Time now to hear from Panthers interim head coach Andrew Burnett. His thoughts on Thursday's win against Vegas. Yeah, I, you know, I love the maturity of the group. Recognizing it was a hard game. I mean, they're a really good team. They they You have to work for every inch you get. And we were up to the task tonight. I think early on, we, we had some pretty good en- energy and credit to them they 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 check hard don't give you a lot of room and we were able to find a ways to 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 create some and and to manage a game down the stretch was was uh one of the things that was most proud of our group is we recognized maybe we didn't have our a plus game but we could still manage the game and, and pull one out a two one game at one point so it was fun for them fun to watch them yeah and I, again i was really proud of them they found a way to grind out a game and you know, we've had so much success here at home where we're scoring a lot of goals and things were coming easy. And tonight was a game that it wasn't going to come easy and we could easily played the wrong way, did the wrong things, cheated to try to try to score. And we would have lost five, one. We recognize that and we did the right things and, and managed the game. To me, that's a sign of a, you know, of a great team on its way, a, a great team growing. We, we're not there yet, but it was a step in the right direction for us. Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette with thoughts on the win from Thursday night. Panthers topping Vegas 4-1. Now they turn the page to tonight's game. The Panthers will play host to the San Jose Sharks. 6 o'clock face-off this evening. 5.30 will be on the air with Panthers preview. That's going to be across the Panthers radio network tonight. We'd love to see you out at FLA Live Arena, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Well, we've got a busy rest of the program for you here. The Panthers Insider Show continues. Coming up later on in the hour, Red Deer Andy Moeller from the Panthers TV broadcast on Bally Sports Florida. He's going to join us to preview tonight's game and more. But coming up straight ahead, we'll have a midseason assessment chat with Billy Lindsay, my broadcast partner on the Panthers radio network. He stopped by Territory Talk, the official Panthers podcast this week. Jameson Olive and I had a chance to chat with Billy Lindsay, and we're going to revisit that conversation next. This is the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers radio network. Welcome back on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Panthers hockey over the course of this hour. And, of course, the Panthers coming off a big victory over the Vegas Golden Knights Thursday evening, a 4-1 win over Vegas. And the Panthers getting set for a big game tonight. They'll host the San Jose Sharks at 6 p.m. We'll be on the air across the Panthers radio network at 5.30 p.m. tonight with Panthers preview. But we'd love to see you out at FLA Live Arena and Sunrise. Panthers and the Sharks tonight at 6. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com. You can call 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. And Panthers fans, you can visit FLATeamShop.com for your exclusive Panthers licensed merchandise, including one-of-a-kind game-use gear, hockey-inspired fashion apparel, and much more. Shop now at FLATeamShop.com. Panthers on the road after tonight's game, Monday at 7 in Columbus, Tuesday at 7 at the New York Rangers. So you want to make sure you get out there and see the Panthers tonight. Again, a 6 o'clock puck drop, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. Coming up next segment, Randy Moeller from the Panthers telecast on Bally Sports Florida. He's going to stop by and chat about the win on Thursday. We'll talk about the game tonight against San Jose as well. But this week on Territory Talk, the official Panthers podcast, which you can find at FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk and wherever you find your podcasts. This week on Territory Talk, Jameson Olive and I, we were joined by my broadcast partner on the Panthers radio network, 
former Panther, longtime Panthers broadcaster Billy Lindsay stopped by and talked to us about this Panthers team at the midway point. Some mid-season thoughts and assessments. Great to visit with Billy Lindsay this week on Territory Talk, the official Panthers podcast. Let's revisit that conversation from earlier this week. Well, joining us here once again on Territory Talk, my broadcast partner on the Panthers radio network, former Panther Billy Lindsay. Well, Billy, first, thanks for coming by the show here today. And, well, the Panthers have crossed the midway point of the season. Kind of a broad question, but uh, how excited are you about what this team's been able to do through one half of a season? Really excited. They got off to that good start, come out of training camp. And you always, last year, the key to the playoff success was really getting off that good start, come out of training camp and get red hot. And everyone seems cohesive. Everything they put together last year, they just picked up right where they left off, and it was critical for this Panther team. And, you know, in playoff races, to get hot early, and they were able to do that and just continue it on. It's been remarkable what they've been able to do in the first half. It just keeps getting better and better, and stuff that they're starting to work on, the power play struggle, it's starting to get better. And all four lines have chemistry, and the defensive group has been good, one of the – as far as offense, as far as pushing the play, the defense have been able to really push the play offensively. So this Panther team, by far the most pan- talented Panther team that's ever been assembled, and they got the work ethic to go with it. That's what maybe might makes me the most excited, is that the talent's there, but there's a real hard work ethic behind it, and there's a cohesiveness with this group. And if you're a Panther fan out there, that's, really what you want to see is that cohesiveness and that work ethic combined with that talent. And Billy, when you talk about the work ethic, just kind of watching the team from afar, what do you kind of notice about that? Because in some locker rooms, you maybe have one or two guys that kind of dictate the work ethic that kind of, you know, you know, keep everyone in line, show guys what to do. But it seems like on this team, it really is kind of every guy keeping each other in check and, you know, on the same path. It is. There's a competition for playing time. You want to stay in the lineup and everyone is playing for the guy beside him. When I, 96, we went to the Stanley Cup. It was, for me, it was more about the fear of letting my teammates down than the actual fear for myself for having a bad game. And you're starting to see that with this Panther team, that everyone is playing so hard. And they look at the guy next to him and say, wow, he's playing that hard. I like, I do not want to let that guy, guy down. So you get a guy like Patrick Hornquist in the dressing room that's won Stanley Cups. And your best players, Barkoff, Huberto, playing at an elite level. That just kind of brings everyone up. And then you got the fourth line guys, uh, Lomberg, Lowe, Serenin. Those guys compete every single shift. So it just kind of filters in a mentality in the dressing room that it's just more more afraid of letting your teammate down with poor play than you are of letting yourself down. And that's when good teams become great, I truly believe, is when you have that fear of letting your teammate down and you want to have that kind of bond so that's that's what's kind of special about this group billy Lindsay here with us on territory talk and uh, a frequent guest to the program great to have him back on board here billy the panthers playing with a ton of confidence this season and sergey bobrovsky because of how many goals this team scores on a regular basis he hasn't had to steal a ton of games but he's been brilliant and maybe sometimes that gets overshadowed by the offense that the team's been able to post on a night-to-night basis, but what kind of a source of confidence do you think it is for the team that uh, Sergei Bobrovsky every night has really just slammed the door? And, you know, uh, even in a game that could be somewhat of a a higher-scoring game, he seems to make those timely saves that are instrumental in in, uh, putting the Panthers over the top. 
Well, what were the big questions out at training camp? And the number one looming question coming over this team was goaltending and how it was going to fare. They really wanted Bobrovsky to have the keys to the car. They wanted him to be the number one netminder. They wanted him to get to that Vesna trophy for him. So he has a couple of bad seasons. This is a guy, it's not through lack of preparation and work. He does everything off the ice. It was more mental between the years. And he seems to got his confidence back. He seems to be playing just a more complete in control of the position. He's always had the reflexes and the athleticism to play the position. He had a kid, and maybe part of <laughs> you know you don't want to look into it, but part of it, this is a guy that kind of always was thinking hockey and it was always on his mind, and maybe to have a little bit of a distraction away from the rink, it, it might sound silly, but uh, something like that can maybe put things in perspective. So Sergei Bobrovsky, for me, is, it's been outstanding. He's back to a Vesna-caliber goaltending form. And it's between the ears. It's the six inches between the ears that's made the difference for me. When he's on and he's mentally sharp and he's competing in the net, then he's an elite goaltender. And for him to bounce back after a couple tough seasons shows you the work and preparation that he's put in. And he just seems to be in a better headspace all around than we've seen the last couple of years. And Billy, Sergey Bobrovsky, one of many MVPs on this team. It seems like every single guy on this team in one, you know, one way or another is kind of you know, having an MVP season for what they're asked to do on the ice each and every night. But there is only one all-star on this team. It's Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, a fellow number 11 like yourself. Obviously, like us, you've had the chance to watch Hubie for you know, you know, 10 years or so here. It's been forever. We've seen him you know, grow from a 19-year-old rookie to what he is now and a two-time all-star. Just what are you seeing from Huberto, maybe just specifically this season, maybe how kind of like the last couple seasons led up to this real like big season he's having now? Well, the talent's always been there right from the get-go. As soon as they drafted him, he had, the, he had the passing skills and he had all the tools to do everything to be a superstar in this league. He came in maybe 185 and 190 pounds. He's up to 100, 210, 215. He's solid. So the biggest difference I see is the strength on the puck, his ability – to hold on pucks down deep in the corner, fend off players, and control the tempo of the game. He's on pace this year to have over 100 hits on the season. There's a physical element to his game that we haven't seen when he was first starting. So there's that physical edge that he's brought. And they challenged him more this year. They, they gave him penalty-killing duties. They wanted some more responsibility for him. And when you're a great player and you're asked to do extra stuff, it gives you that extra motivation. And he's t- taken pride and being a good penalty killer. And he's done an excellent job on the penalty kill. And I believe that's helped his all-around game. He's become more of a 200-foot player at both ends of the rink. He's competing defensively, offensively. And the the numbers just with the talent that Dilzito's been able to bring in here and surround him, then the talent for him is just find the open guy, find the speedsters, so Jonathan Huberto, the biggest is what I'm seeing is just really the, the strength, uh, more complete game, and he just doesn't get enough credit. as far The offensive numbers are through the roof, and that's why he's in the MVP consideration. But to be an MVP, you have to have that all-around game. And so the penalty-killing duties and getting a little bit extra awareness on the ice and more, more responsibility, I believe, has helped him push – and become take him to to really that next level from being being on the borderline superstar to being one of the the elite top ten players in the NHL. 
And you talk about a guy who could be the Panthers MVP this season, the guy who could be the who's been one of the most important Panthers uh, as a, as a first year NHLer and could be the Panthers team MVP for a number of years down the road. Anton Lindell, Billy, when you look at the progression that he's made in such a hurry, uh, how special of a player could we be seeing it developing here with Anton Lindell? Yeah, what a draft pick that was. It's you look where you got him in in that pick at 12th overall and this this kid's a steal and he comes in and mini barkoff was the comparisons and it's dead on because he came in the hardest part to learn in the nhl is the defensive side of the puck and he came in got in there as the top penalty killer he's out there in all those situations and he had a game a slump where he went 11 games without a goal only had one assist but he still was having huge impacts on the game and it didn't really deter how the way he played he was still out there creating chances and knew that it would come now the offensive numbers are starting to come around so Anton Lindell when you take a player as a young kid that's that good defensively and then the stuff that he has to work on is his offensive skills uh, uh, is pretty amazing so he's he's just going to continue to get better and better the numbers are going to come up offensively these last stretch the last 10-15 games he's really elevated to another level since where we started at the beginning of the season so the second half I, I, I expect even more progression so the progression is happening, happening so rapidly with Anton Lundell you're looking at a guy that's going to be because of salary cap and everything you have to draft well and the, the Panthers have hit a home run on Anton Lundell because he is exactly just he's bark off just a little bit a little bit smaller package wise I think a little bit more uh, visible swagger, too. He does have big sellies and things like that, stuff we didn't see from Barkov when he first got in the league, and I love that. And, Billy, you talk about the second half of the season. Like we said, this episode, kind of the, the midseason review, we're just past the halfway point. Lots of stuff in the halfway point. You have the playoff race heats up. You have the trade deadline. you got a lot of things going on. Individual performances start to ramp up. Personally, kind of maybe, what are you really excited about kind of in the second half here for the Panthers? For the second half, the biggest thing, you want to see the the road improvement. Andrew Burnett talked about it. They got the big win last game against Winnipeg on the road, but it's going to be a road-heavy schedule in the second half. So I'm looking for road improvement in the second half. Everything you've challenged with this team, they've been able to do and, and get better. You Out of the COVID break, they wanted the power play to be better. It's been better. So can they rise to the occasion? Can they be better on the road in the second half? That's what I'm looking forward to. And just a little small attention to details. Once you get this break in February, most of the NHL teams are going to come back and they're going to be healthy. They're going to have their full rosters. And to me, that's when everyone gets back healthy and has their full rosters and you get past that break. Now you see the finish line. It's going to be a sprint. All That's when the true tests are going to come. Can you get through there and can you win, win the Atlantic division? I want this team to, to climb up top and win the Atlantic Division. So the second half, it's about being good on the road and the games against the Maple Leafs, against Boston, your your division rivals. Can you win those games? Can you win the Atlantic Division? That is is the main goal for this team before you get, get started for the playoffs.
And I know we'd all have to raise another banner here at uh, FLA Live Arena. And Billy, you mentioned the game in Winnipeg, and I got to ask: behind the bench for the Jets, Dave Lowry, original Panther. It seems like you can't go too far in this league without running into a you know, original Panther these days. When you were playing with him back in the day, did he? Did, players always say sometimes guys kind of give off that coach vibe in the locker room in their playing days. Was Dave kind of that guy, or is this kind of a surprise that he's now uh, behind the bench in the NHL? Well, he was kind of that guy. We had, but we had a. We had about ten of those guys. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you look at Tom Fitzgerald's a GM in New Jersey, Scott Mellonby's been an assistant general manager in a couple of places. Brian Scrudelin coached in the league. Gordon Rufus coached in the league for a long time. Beezer's GM of USA Hockey. Yeah, yeah. Beezer, you can just keep going down the list. So yeah, Dave Lowry was part of that group, and the internal leadership that we have in that group was maybe the best ever assembled in hockey because as far as talent compared to this Panther team, it's not even close. <laughs> so to be, to be able to get to a Stanley cup, it was all, it was all about the leadership in that room. And Dave Lowry was one of those games. He played the, the game the right way and just made sure he wasn't going to cheat on either side of the puck. And it just pays, paid so much attention to the little details and everything. That's, that's why these players, when they pay attention to the, little details and parts of the game that's why they go on to be really successful as coaches and have careers past their playing good days so dave lowry was one of those guys that fits into it fits into that category billy a couple for you here before we let you get going uh, you obviously do great work at nhl network and uh when you go there you're you're covering uh, the game through a, i guess kind of a national lens but Everybody I talked to around the sport, we, we finally had the Panthers and the Lightning in the playoffs last season, but everybody I talked to uh, around the game wants to see it again. They couldn't get enough of it. Do you get that sense as well, that everybody, they loved what they saw from the Panthers and Lightning in the playoffs last year, and it's made them want it even more this time around, especially with uh, with how well these two teams have performed on the ice. Do you, do you get that sense? Yeah, everyone talks about that playoff series, and everyone says that was the best playoff series that they saw maybe in all of of the playoffs and how physical it was. There were some 6-5 games. There were some 2-1 games. It had the physical elements. It had the nastiness. It was 27 years in the making, and it lived up to the billing. And in all likelihood, even if the Panthers win the division title, there's a good chance to, to get to a Stanley Cup championship. You're still probably going to have to go through Tampa Bay. And, and, and or sorry, Andre Vasilevsky and the players that they have, Kucherov, Kamkosa, they just continue to reload and rebuild. So whatever it takes, if they meet again in the playoffs of this series, it would be this year, it would be even more explosive. The rivalry's there. It's great for the game of hockey. Everyone at the, you talked about the NHL Network, I get asked so many questions about the Panthers that has never happened before. It's a constant, everyone <laughs> wants to know what's going on with our team. And when you're, Tampa Bay and you've won a Stanley Cups, there's always talk around there. So the state of Florida and what's happening down here, there's never been more attention on the state of Florida as far as hockey goes in the history of the NHL at this very moment. And it's good to have Tampa and the Panthers really good at the same time. It is good for the growth of the game here in Florida, growth of the game all across the United States and the NHL and its brand and what it's trying to do. This rivalry has gone to another level, and we've been waiting for it for a long, long time. Billy, last thing here for you. Beyond that, uh, any other NHL storylines that you're keeping an eye on as we go into the second half of the year? Any other uh, potential playoff races? Anything else that, uh, that has captured your attention a little bit as we uh, look down the stretch this season? 
I'm just always interested in in the trade deadline, what's going to happen close to the trade deadline. I'm looking forward to what happens with Las Vegas with Eichel in the return. Uh, Jack Eichel's going to be a big storyline in Las Vegas. His return is getting closer and closer. So when Jack Eichel comes back for Vegas, what kind of impact does he have with Vegas? You look at Colorado and they're just up there. They score just as much as the Panthers do. There's some question marks in net with Kemper and Francis, are those the guys they want to roll with, or do they want to try and swing something and make something happen with Marc-Andre Fleury? Uh, Those are Mm -hmm. interesting storylines. The emergence of the New York Rangers this year, uh, they've become relevant. Gerard Gallant behind the bench. The goaltender, Shesterkin, has been put has been unbelievable taking over for Henrik Lundqvist so the New York Rangers are a storyline and the other two storylines are the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Florida Panthers can they win a playoff round lots surrounding Toronto can they get by the first round can the Panthers get by the first round uh those are all storylines that I'm kind of paying paying attention to as we get through and you want to see what what teams add at the trade deadline but uh to me yeah it's uh, Jack Eichel's return Colorado, what did they do in net? Uh, the New York Rangers kind of coming out here swinging. Looks like even Carolina might add pieces at the deadline. So it's going to get really heated up once we get back from this February break and everyone gets going. And we'll see what what teams, what little tweaks uh, the GMs do to their teams. And the Panthers will probably be in the mix at the trade deadline, maybe trying to add a piece or two and go for it. Bill Lindsay, our guest here on Territory Talk this week. You can find him on Twitter at LindsayBHockey. And, well, Billy, we thank you very much, as always, for stopping by here on Territory Talk, where you've been a friend of the program going all the way back to the early stages of, uh, of Territory Talk. So we thank you very much for stopping by, and uh, we will see you at the arena this week. Well, I'm really uh, glad to come on. You guys are friends of mine and uh, got to know you over time. And couldn't be – you guys are two of the – classiest most qualified guys around so to be able to work with you guys has been an absolute pleasure well thank you very much billy it means a ton to us and uh and we love working with you too and uh like i said we can't thank you enough for the time and uh, we look forward to seeing you very soon it's rock and roll in the second half boys let's go so big thanks again to my friend and broadcast partner billy Lindsay, for stopping by on this week's edition of territory talk the official panthers podcast which again you can find at floridapanthers.com slash territory talk the panthers and fla live arena excited to bring you the fla live app the fla live app is an all-new interactive arena mobile application to enhance and personalize visits to fla live arena for panthers games concerts and events use this app for tickets mobile ordering panthers predict and much more download it now well next segment we're going to talk all things panthers we'll review the victory from thursday night against vegas we'll take a look at the second game of this two-game homestand tonight's game against the san jose sharks that's coming up next red deer randy moeller from the panthers tv broadcast he's going to stop by from valley sports florida that's going to be next doug plagan's with you this is the panthers insider show right here on the florida panthers radio network welcome back here on the panthers insider show doug plagan's here with you talking all things panthers hockey and well, we've got an exciting special guest joining us here in just a moment to talk about the big win over Vegas from Thursday night. And 
to also talk about tonight's game. The Panthers wrapping up their short homestand against the San Jose Sharks. Again, a 6 o'clock faceoff tonight. We'll have it across the Panthers radio network at 5.30 with Panthers preview. We'd love to see you out at the arena, though. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. And folks, a reminder, the Feltman's Value Pack is back for this season. Each Feltman's Value Pack includes Panthers tickets for four, as well as a Feltman's all-natural hot dog, popcorn, and soda. Go to FloridaPanthers.com slash value pack for more information. Well, you're getting a value pack here on this episode of the Panthers Insider Show because we're giving you so much value here in this hour of radio. Can't even believe it. We've got Randy Moeller from Valley Sports Florida's Panthers TV broadcast joining us here this segment. Randy, thanks for stopping by. And well, right in the middle of this short Panthers homestand, how are things going for you? And are you excited for the game tonight? Yeah, I was excited on Thursday night. Uh, I really thought, uh, Doug, thanks for having me on, that uh, the Panthers really stepped up and met the challenge of uh, a very good, solid, big, physical Vegas Golden Knights team. We all know that teams, especially in NHL hockey, come back from a five-game, nine-day road trip. Uh, the, the energy level might not be there, um, the enthusiasm and that. But I, I really thought that um, from the first shift, from the drop of the puck, not only the Panthers, but uh, the Golden Knights as well, the intensity, the playoff-type atmosphere, the speed, the pace of the game, the physicality uh, was, was evident right from the very beginning. And, and that's really good to see because I, I think the Panthers realized that they couldn't really have a letdown and the talent that they have and the systems that they're able uh, to execute, it bode well. And what an exciting game. Mm. If you were there on Thursday night, it was from the first whistle. There was no letdown, Doug. There was no letdown all the way through until the Panthers scored their second empty net goal. And, and that's what I'm really excited about. This hockey club now knows that they realize that they are the, one of the top two, three best teams in the NHL. It's just up to them to have the confidence and the whereabouts and the realization that if we go about our business, we have, we're so deep and so talented that we really will be in every game and we should, they should have success more often than not. Yeah. The Panthers played a great game the other night and yeah, it finished out four one, but it was much closer than that. The Vegas golden Knights had their chances too at times during the game on Thursday. So a big win for the Panthers last time out, a big win coming home where the Panthers have been virtually unbeatable this season, their 22nd home win in 25 tries, which is, uh, you know, getting into unprecedented territory. The Panthers have made FLA live arena, a really difficult place for other teams to visit. And Randy, is there anything that stuck out in your mind as to what set this Panthers team apart at home? It seems like they're always getting the starts they're looking for. And if you ask anybody, it seems like they've liked their starts on home ice there's always a great energy, uh, but is there anything that stood out to you in terms of what's made the Panthers home building such a tough place for the opposition? Well, you could go in a number of different directions. I, I think it's a combination of things. I think the Panthers realize that uh, they, they are talented. They are one of the top uh, teams in the NHL and they're feeding off the crowd. Uh, the energy at FLA live arena and I kudos to the fans. They come, it's a party atmosphere mm -hmm. now. Uh, but but in saying that, because the Panthers have, have had so many games with an explosion of goals on home ice, um, there's almost like an expectation. And I really do believe the Panther players, coaching staff and that they've taken it upon themselves. They don't want to let the, the fans down 
and have a boring, you know, one nothing win or, or, or one nothing loss and, and, and not really uh, entertain in that. The Panthers, they're always on the attack. Every time they get control of that puck, they are all going, all five skaters on the ice. And the, the fans are eating it up, and I think it's, it's reverberating back and forth. The fans are having fun. The team, the players are having fun. Doug, after every home game, the players all mention it. They mention mm-hmm. what a great atmosphere it is here, and, and the fans are really into it and uh, uh, doing the wave and, and doing the chugging contests and, oh, and, 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 uh, and, and that's, that's what makes for, for a great atmosphere. And the Panthers organization have made it so fan-friendly in a time where it's very difficult with what we've gone through and what we continue to go through with the COVID and, and that, but they've doing the best that they can and make sure that the fans uh, park easily, get into the doors, the egress, um, have fun, the, the, the touchless uh, food and Bev and merchandise and expedite uh, all those luxuries and those conveniences of going to a professional a sporting event the Panthers organization have done a phenomenal job and the fans have commented on that. And it's not easy. What we're going through is really, really not easy. And, and um, so hats off to them. Uh, I just like the way that the, the Panthers play with that swagger. They come out every game and they're like, okay, it's our puck. We're going to play with it. And you're going to be the standby. And if we make a mistake or whatever, then you're going to have possession, but we are going to, and when the Panthers don't have the puck, the, the way that they work and they're dedicated and the desperation to get the puck back is what's really impressed me. Randy Muller, our guest here from the Panthers TV broadcast on Bally Sports Florida. You can see him and the whole crew tonight. The puck drops at six as the Panthers uh, host the San Jose Sharks this evening. Back end of a two-game homestand. We'll have it all across the radio network for you. And as I mentioned, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK. If you want to come out to the game tonight, we'd love to have you there. And Randy, there's so many offensive weapons on this team. It could have been any number of players who ended up being the first Panther to score 20 goals this season. It ended up being Sam Bennett with that empty netter the other night uh, became the first Panther to get to 20 goals on the campaign. And uh, going back uh, 26 goals, I believe in uh, 44 games in, in the regular season for the Panthers, since they acquired him, what's continued to stand out for you as far as Sam Bennett's game. And, and I've, I've said it time and time again, but, Coming from the Calgary Flames, where it seemed like for a while there, there were trade rumors involving Sam Bennett, a guy that they used a, a really high pick on uh, back in 2014. Never had that set role in Calgary, but from the second he walked in the door with the Panthers, he had a defined role as the second line center, and his game's just taken off. What have you uh, liked the most from him, and, and what has led to this, uh, this great offensive season that he's having? Yeah, it, it, Doug, it's a really interesting and – uh, confusing scenario and and what you said I totally agree uh, a couple things I want to say as a professional athlete and, and me as a former professional athlete a couple times two times well actually all three times that I changed teams um, I needed a new environment and, and a, 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 a change of pace and that uh, players get maybe there's there's a I don't know if it's changed so much um from but it obviously in, in Bennett's case it has where you need a change of scenery and you need a fresh start and I just can't 
you watch Bennett the way he plays and how dominant he can be and put up the numbers and the defense and the the feistiness and the winning draws and board battles and that. Um, you didn't you didn't see that on a consistent basis. What I watched when he was with the Calgary Flames. So obviously he was an unhappy player there. I'm a big believer in the number one priority for not only a team but a, but the management as well. If you're going to acquire or draft a player, put him in a position where he can succeed. Mm-hmm. It would have been it would have been nuts if the Panthers uh, acquire Sam Bennett and tell him, okay, uh, yeah, you're a veteran guy. You're so good on the draws. You're going to anchor the uh, fourth line. They gave him an opportunity right away, and look what he's done. He's taken that. But then on the other hand, it's up to the players uh, when they get an opportunity to take that and run with it and, and do the best you can. But w- what a revelation for the Panthers, and, and kudos to general manager Bill Zito and all of his hockey ops staff for identifying a player that was maybe a little bit under the radar um, and and that in acquiring uh, Sam Bennett and what, what he's meant for the Florida Panthers. A point a game, basically, since he's arrived from yep. last year, 43 and 44 games, 26 goals, 20 goals already this year, surpassing his uh, career best. I don't know, Doug, if we're having this conversation of the Panthers uh, the sitting on top of the National Hockey League, if it wasn't for a big part of Sam Bennett, I don't think the Panthers would be anywhere close without his contributions uh, on both sides of the puck. Yeah, contributing in a huge way this season, leading the Panthers in goals, although it seems like that's something that uh, changes hands every night, the lead in goals among uh, Panthers. He and Barkov have gone back and forth, and Anthony Duclair has been in that mix, and just a team that's uh, scoring a ton of goals, and I know the fans are really enjoying seeing it. Panthers and the San Jose Sharks tonight at 6 o'clock at FLA Live Arena. We'd love to see you there, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. And a couple of quick ones here, Randy, before we let you get going, but uh, obviously uh, tonight the Panthers getting ready to take on the San Jose Sharks, and the Panthers up to, I believe now, uh, eight players with double-digit goal totals on the season the scoring just comes from so many different places. We knew depth was going to be one of this team's biggest attributes coming into the year. I think it's even deeper than we realized it was going to be uh, when you see the the goal totals that these guys are putting up. Yeah, and we've been, Doug, you and I have been around a long time. We've been teased before by, oh, you know, on paper, you're at the start of the season, you're in training camp, and you're looking at the roster, and you're, oh, everybody you know loves what? their roster. and tra- It's just like everybody loves their draft <laughs> the day that it happens. Yeah. And that, and you're saying, Oh, geez, there's potential here. There's potential. I I'd be lying to you. If I, if I said to you that the Panthers were going to have what you said, eight uh, players or eight plus players with over 10 goals so far, halfway through the season, I knew that the Panthers had the opportunity. They had the potential to be a pretty solid team and they could spread out. There's a number of things I think you can, you can contribute that to Doug. Number one is, the Panthers aren't playing Barkoff and Huberdeau right into the ground. Uh, you go back to Thursday's game, pretty even. The ice time was distributed yep. pretty even. I think Barkoff didn't even play 18 minutes. Huberdeau yeah, 17, was little... 18 minutes. Yeah. And, and, and so you're not burning them out. And and you can and the confidence that the coaching staff have to all four lines. And, and if all four lines are contributing, not only offensively, but holding their own defensively and, uh, and away from the puck, then the, the coaches are just going to keep rolling. Same thing with the sixth defense. Keep rolling. And that's been the biggest thing for the Panthers this year. 
is given the opportunity, not playing the fourth line three yep. minutes or two and a half minutes. No player or no line can can help contribute if you're only playing two and a half, three minutes. Play, be involved, get involved physically, and then you're going to get your chances with the work and that. But the Panthers, the speed that they possess, the attack mentality, the talent that they have on this team now, and be able to spread out the ice time, those are your those are the reasons why the Panthers are so tough defensively. And for opposing teams like San Jose coming in tonight, they're looking, okay, all right, we got Barkoff's line, and oh boy, that's a good line. And then we're gonna have to keep an eye on him and then blah blah blah. And you're drawing on the chalkboard and all this. Uh oh. And then the second line, and they take a look at the stats of Bennett's line mm-hmm. with Huberto, and 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 they're going, Oh my goodness. And then all of a sudden we just throw. Anton Lundell's line out there, and it's very difficult, very difficult uh, for coaches to to match lines and that against the Florida Panthers. That's probably one of the biggest reasons why, one of the biggest weapons they have. Teams can't match lines. Remember, it wasn't too long ago when they could, hey, you shut down Barkoff and Hubert, are you going to win the game? And nine times out of ten, they did. Now that's not the case anymore. So off of that, you mentioned some of the keys that made this team successful going into the game against San Jose tonight, Randy, and uh, we'll leave you with this one. But tonight, the Sharks are in town, 6 o'clock face-off, FLA Live Arena. Again, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. But, uh, Randy, your big keys for the Panthers tonight if they want to sweep this short homestand. Well, thinking about it, Doug, and looking at the notes in that, uh, San Jose's without their top defenseman, Eric Carlson. He's out long-term. Mm. He's got an arm injury. The Panthers' bread and butter – how they get so many scoring chances and, and, and that is one off the rush coming out of their own zone clean. And number two, with their aggressive forechecking, they just harass the opposition defense. They cough up the puck. Panthers get control of it. And look how many goals that they've mm-hmm. scored over the last few games. That will be the number one key. If the Panthers can establish their forecheck, be aggressive, not take penalties and allow their speed and talent. There's not, I, there's not a team in the league that can stop them when they're on top of their game. Panthers and the San Jose Sharks tonight at 6. We'll have it across the radio network, beginning with Panthers preview at 5.30. You can catch it on the TV side with our guest, Randy Moeller, and the whole team on Valley Sports Florida. So check that out tonight, the uh, Panthers and the San Jose Sharks. And, well, once again, Randy Moeller, we thank you very much for stopping by here on the Panthers Insider Show, and we'll see you out at the arena tonight. Well, thanks, Doug. And uh, do you need my uh, address to send the gift card? Uh, yes, you could, if you could put it out over the air for everybody, I'm sure lots of people would like to send you some, uh, some mail. Thanks for having me on Doug. Randy Muller, our guest here, uh, on the Panthers insider show this morning, always great to chat with Randy. And of course, uh, it'll be great to see all of you out at FLA live arena tonight, floridapanthers.com, ticketmaster.com, six o'clock face off Panthers and the sharks. So that's what's coming your way this evening until then folks who want to say thanks to everybody for tuning in here yet another episode of the Panthers insider show. Thanks for listening. This is the Panthers insider show. I'm Doug Plagans and you've been tuned into the Florida Panthers radio network. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.